Cliffcentral.com. Welcome to Wedding Central with myself, Carly de Villiers. And myself, Ndumbi Ndafo. Proudly brought to you by the Wedding Expo and South African Wedding Inspirations magazine. And today we've got some great guests in studio. We've got, we're going to share all the nitty gritty of wedding planners. And we've got Simone Pfeiffer. Simone, where you, what's your, tell us a little bit about your company. Oh, thank you, Carly. Thank you, Ntombi. Thanks for having me. So mm-hmm. I'm Simone from The Wedding Event, and uh, we're a full wedding planning company. So everything from start to finish, um, we work with brides um, from inception to on the day, bringing it all together and creating an absolutely seamless experience. Awesome. Fabulous. We also have Teho from Meleto Celebrations. Um, and Teho, tell us a little bit about your company. Right, we also are, um, thank you for having me. Sure. Yes. So I'm nice here. to have so many planners in yeah. my room. It's great. <laughs> um, we are a full planning company. Okay. We're doing everything from beginning to end. And, um, we've been around for about six years. Okay. Yes. And it's been a pleasure. Going strong. Mm. Fabulous. Mrs. De Villiers, tell us from yourself as a wedding planner. Put your wedding from planning wedding hat planner. on. Well, tell I us about this your company. Last year, I've put wedding planning on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in the wedding industry for 14 years now. I feel really old when I sit here. <laughs> and I've been, I'm with two of my past students. But um, yeah, I've got the wedding specialist and we do do a lot of on-the-day coordination and flowers and decor. Um, in terms of the planning side of things, I've put it on hold for a year or so just so that I can complete the cycle of having a family. Um, and that's what we do. We're based in Olivedale and Randburg and we love to create beautiful things. Beautiful. And yourself, uh, madam? Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, my name is Ndombi. Uh, just again, I own the, the, the group, the extravaganza group. Um, within there, we do wedding planning through extravaganza weddings. Um, we also do makeup through extravaganza bridal makeup. We do, um, luxury decor packages through extravaganza express. And we also own a company called the Black Wedding DJ. Which is a new one. This eh? is a new one. So yeah, exciting. yeah, it's a new one. Um, right. So basically today's conversation ladies is essentially um about a wedding planner's point of view um i we thought it would be important for people to understand um or should we clarify perhaps the misconceptions and thoughts about what it is that we actually do for a living first things first um let's break that down what do we actually do and somebody has a wedding planner why would you opt to have a wedding planner instead of what are reasons that you think um somebody would opt to to, to do that so most of um, the girls that I help are very busy, so right. they don't um, have time to go through all sorts of um, pages of Google, trying to mm. find a photographer, going through magazines mm. um, to find a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. So they come to me. Um, I am going to shortlist um, vendors for them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to um, make sure that I'm at the meetings, mm-hmm. help them go through their contracts mm-hmm. and um, find venues for them. Yeah. So it's somebody that's very busy and they just find value in knowing that their time is not spent on something. And there's somebody else who is a professional who yeah. can do that. And would you agree it's a, a planner is there for the bride and to, to try and get and understand what type of suppliers she needs for her personality and the style of wedding? Definitely. Simone, what are your thoughts? Um, 100%. I think in my experience, what it's come down to is that a lot of people are very overwhelmed 
when they get engaged. Oh, yes. Yay. Mm. And as you say, we purchase our first magazine and we mm. go through, um, you know, sort of go Google, as you say, and we start looking for wedding supplies and you don't actually know where to start. Mm. And I think the important thing to understand is that a wedding planner is there to guide you. Right. Once again, to eliminate you having to maybe um, have made the wrong decisions with regards to the types of vendors that you're using. A lot of brides say to me, I don't know what a wedding DJ or a wedding photographer is supposed to cost. Mm, Whereas we're in the industry and we're dealing with our suppliers Mm. all day, every day. So we can really guide them in terms of cost and budget and the reality of the expenses related to a wedding. Right. I like what you said there about guidance. Um, You know, I think there is maybe a misconception. It's not so much anymore, but there used to be a big misconception that, you know, once you have a wedding planner, they're just going to take over and design what they like and make all the decisions. And that's not how it's supposed to be. And I think that comes down to when you meet the planner for the first time as a couple, you should feel that connection with that uh, planner. And if you do feel that she's going to take over or he's going to take over, maybe you're that type of person who wants them to take over. You've got to discuss that between the two of you as a couple. Or are you wanting somebody to rather guide you and not make it their wedding, but rather make it your wedding? And that's what it's about. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, they're supposed to, they're supposed, we can recommend. Yes. And we can advise, but the ultimate decision at the end of the day sits with, with you. And if you're not happy, then you carry on looking and you say, you know what? I don't think these three or these four that you've brought to me are, are adequate. Can we maybe look at something else? Do you know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. Um, what are other misconceptions maybe do you think that people battle with? Ooh. I have one. <laughs> when a bride says, why do I need a wedding planner? The venue has one. Oh my God. And oh my God. Guys, don't get me wrong out of, out, out there. You know, at the end of the day, if you are a wedding coordinator at a venue, they work very hard. Yeah. Um, so it is absolutely essential that we have both. Absolutely. I think it's very much a complimentary service. I think that's how we've got to see it. You've got to see that a wedding planner and a venue coordinator Mm. work well together, Mm. understanding that there is a role played by that venue coordinator. Um, and that venue coordinator understands their venue, how it works and how it runs. But in having a conversation prior to this, um, we were also just saying that also understand as a wedding planner, we come in from start to finish. What that means is we as a wedding planner are there when you arrive on the day, right until the very end of your wedding or until obviously you've booked them um, based on your package details. It's also important to note that we're not there to take over venue coordinator's role, but once Mm -hmm. again, work hand in hand with them. But remembering that venue coordinators also sometimes have limited times or schedules Mm -hmm. or perhaps are put on rotation Mm -hmm. in terms of how their venue works. Sometimes you might be dealing with two or three venue coordinators Mm -hmm. who work on different days and different, Mm -hmm. um, you know, sort of schedules. Mm -hmm. Having a wedding planner means that we are there Mm -hmm. from the start to the finish. Mm. Tsukho, what do you think? Um, I agree with Simone. Mm-hmm. Um, and most importantly is that um, wedding coordinators are on a schedule and mm. they share that functionality with a banqueting manager yeah. who then also takes over from the venue coordinator. Yeah. So from the venue side, you may be dealing with four people. Yeah. But um, when you have a wedding planner, we've been there from beginning mm. to end. 100%. I... You know, you know, I, I know we're all trying to be PC and not lose any relationships <laughs> and so everyone's just, we you know, love you, we love you, don't you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, you know, please, you know, I, you know, everyone, you know, we appreciate your work and stuff, but the truth of the matter is sometimes it is a little bit frustrating mm. when you have a client who comes back to you and says, um, you know what, actually I've got a venue coordinator and it's just like, you know what, realistically, it's not fair 
for you to pass yourself off as a wedding planner if you know very well fundamentally you're not a that planner. you're not a wedding planner. And I always say to my clients, the real dif- difference comes in who's going to be attending your meetings because mm. that person's most likely based at the venue. Mm. They're not going you to be coming about, out to, to, yeah. to meetings at all. That person's not going to um, have a whole design concept for you and design all the areas. They're not going to consider the look and the feel. Chances are, and you know, no offense to anyone, but chances are if you've got a big budget that person is most likely going to spend most of that budget at, at the, the venue, venue. they're mm. not kind of they're not trying to think of oh your tire still has to oh we still mm. need to do. they are going to max that budget out at mm. the venue and you think about when when you go and look at venue viewings and things like that who is the person taking you around those ve- those weddings uh, the venue who's taking you around it's the venue coordinator but there's actually a wedding being set up on that day that you're doing a viewing. Mm. So do you think that bride, that venue coordinator is dedicated to that bride getting married on that day? No, yeah. she's not. Yeah. She is focusing on the sales, sales of game. that venue. 100%. I'll share an experience with mm. you. And I think this is where people need to realize the value of a wedding plan and especially mm. on the day. I had an incident a couple of months ago where stationery was delivered, set up for my wedding, and by accident, and these things happen, the wrong date was on the wedding stationery. Um, and as a wedding planner, which was, it was, you know, for me, that's where I really actually saw even the value of myself. Mm. I was able to pick up the phone, phone the stationery supplier, let them know what had happened, and within an hour and a half, that stationery had been reprinted, brought to the venue, and set out. Our bride did not even know mm. What had happened? She mm. didn't need to know what had happened. A venue coordinator would not possibly have had the capacity yeah. Yeah. to, to deal with something happen. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or the relationship. Yes. 100%. Mm. So your relationship with your suppliers is what is actually going to make you a success. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. A bride that's doing it on their own or just depending on the venue yeah. coordinator. Because our, suppi- have- yeah, our relationships mm. save us time and time again. And then another, <coughs> I might be racked over the knuckles for this one. But in terms of um, what are your thoughts of... Um, supplier lists. Oh, preferred suppliers. Preferred supplier lists at venues. Yeah, you see, for me, that again, honesty. You know, I'm I'm going to be that person today. <laughs> the <laughs> we, truth, we, 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 that, you know, yeah, you know, you know. No, don't blame me. Don't look at me as a planner. Look at me as a host. Okay. <laughs> um, but the truth of the matter is, um, most of the times, what you find is people are actually paying to be on those lists. And those lists, it's generally what. 10 to 20% just to be on a preferred supplier list mm. that they are paying on the turnover. Yeah. And all the girls are going, yeah. I'm like, like, yes, yeah. that's the reality. I'm not saying all of them, not if we're being them. honest. There mm. are some venues, um, where it is a genuine thing. Um, I know I'm on, I think a few makeup lists mm. or whatever the case is. So there are some that are, are a genuine thing. And I'm not saying it's across the board, mm. but a lot of the time, if you find that the venue is absolutely insisting that you use Certain decor people, they certain paying, photographers, yeah. certain this, certain that. A lot of the time that those people usually are paying a commission or some kind of kickback mm. to that venue, which ends up basically costing your client a whole lot more. Oh. So if your, if your wedding is X amount, then your whole wedding costs 10% more because mm. a client's adding that to pay back to venues. <laughs> I love She's the way nodding her head. Yeah. I love the way we're rolling our eyes because I, I think you could that see this it. is, yeah, I think that this is definitely something that, um, if you're in the industry that you, that you may be aware of, I know Tejo and I, the first time you raised it, looked at each other and said, 
Really? We mm. thought we were good, honest, hardworking suppliers <laughs> yeah. who had produced mm. phenomenal mm. results at a venue and therefore they had seen our value and put mm. us onto their supplier mm. list. But just recently, mm. I was actually, I went in and I met with a fantastic international couple. Mm -hmm. They were looking at three different venues. I gave them my opinion. I sent them on their way because they had a full day to just go and sort of really scout out where they wanted to be. And unfortunately came back to me at the end of the day to say they're so sorry they can't book their wedding with me because they've booked a venue who have their own in-house suppliers. And then I started yeah. the research and mm. I realized what was really happening. That's, that's exactly how the cookie and crumbles. And you know, when, when it comes to the Consumer Protection Act, people who are paying commission to be on those supplier lists are supposed to disclose it to the client, which mm. I know a lot of people mm. are not doing. So on that note, hiring a wedding planner and someone who is removed from a venue mm. – also, I know we discussed this, comes down to the fact that I have my bridal couple's best, best interest at heart. Yeah. Mm, I'm yeah. going to find the suppliers I feel best suit them. Not If you have a look at the number of photographers that are out there at the moment, mm. even though you have maybe a list of five or six that you prefer mm. working with, the style of work definitely appeals to different people. Mm. So the benefit of having a planner is that we really will find and source the supplier we feel best suits who you, you are as a couple. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, I, I mean, I might be jumping the gun here but I know I have a lot of people in the industry that will phone and say you know I will offer you a commission um, if you recommend me I actually say to my client I say not, to that supplier yeah. I'm not interested I would rather you offer the discount to my bride mm. so and and not give me a 100%. commission I want to recommend you because you are good at what you do yeah. and you suit that couple and then offer that discount onto the client yeah so. I've done that before actually when you mentioned that and a lot that. of people sit yeah, and, and, and say really yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I've done that before and 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 um the the guy actually got upset with me um for for and we did it in a meeting because after it, you know one of those meetings you have at a at a coffee shop mm. and you all end up walking out together and then I hung back a little bit with this photographer and he said to me um, you know I'm happy to give you 10% off this booking or whatever the case is and this was somebody that the client had recommended mm. so I hadn't worked with them before and I said to him no 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 I don't uh, you know they pay me my fee directly I'm not really interested in any extras on the side or whatever the case is and she was like three four steps ahead of us with her husband and then I spoke a little louder and I was like but you can offer it to Carly yeah or whatever <laughs> and his eyes went so big he was like no man that's not what I meant yeah. so it happens it does happen like that quite often Having said all of this, course, mm. I'm also very respectful of how people choose to, to what models they choose to go with mm. with their pricing. Yeah, because I've with your worked, business. Yes, yeah. I, I think we all have been in business long enough to know mm. that w what makes another company tick is not it's not the same. Yeah. That's going to exactly. work for you. I mean, right here we have different uh, pricing Structures, models. Mm. Yeah, right. Um, I've I've had dealings with venues where they say you will only use these suppliers, mm. okay? And um, it happens to be venues where I work um, quite often, mm, mm, mm. and I don't have an issue with it because now I've also built a relationship with, with those venue, people, yeah. you know. Mm. Um, and I like their work, I like their standards, mm. and they're and quite flexible. Yes, they're flexible in their styles mm. and approach to uh, the couples that I've been um, referring to mm. them. Mm. Yes, and and. Out of interest, is it what type of suppliers are they dictating that the clients use? Um, floral, um, draping a lot. 
I understand. And draping, I think, is completely fair. I completely understand draping because you are you could affect the actual structure of the venues. Mm -hmm. But for me, I really I hate the fact that you have to use the in-house florist, and I always encourage a bride to look at all the weddings that they are doing and. That wedding just seems to same. be a copy and paste of yeah. everything. So, yes, I'm, I am a decor mm. supplier, so I would, <coughs> would say that. But it's just, I do feel that they tend to have these very, mm. the weddings all tend to look the same. In actual fact, the one venue, mm. um, the weddings don't look the same. Okay. But, but then um, they've got a good. Yes, because the lady really loves flowers. Mm. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, so they are beautiful. Mm. <clears throat> But to a great degree, she may be a little overpriced because mm. she, she knows she's flowers. got the market. Yeah. As well. Yes, no, but she loves flowers. So mm. if you are the oh. single protier girl, yeah, yeah, zero, yes, yeah. Um, but you know what? I think, and this maybe this is a good question to ask. One thing people need to understand is that, um. Like Tseho was saying, everybody's pricing is of their own. Yes. It's not like we just sit and say, okay, today I'm going to charge a million mm. rand or whatever the case. Everyone's obviously done some kind of calculation mm. and research to get to that actual price. Um, we're not saying that there's any right or wrong price to charge for wedding planning. I don't, mm. I don't think that's what any of us are saying. Mm. I think what you need to focus on is the actual service that's being offered. Yes. So, uh, you know, based on that, what do you think is Fair in terms of expectation from a client's point of view. What do you think is fair if somebody says, I'm going to offer you full planning? What do you think is a fair expectation of that service? Now, let's take price out of it. <gasps> you're until me. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a bit of a but, hard one. Right? Are you asking the bride to give you a fair price? No, no, no. I'm not saying, I'm not asking for any price. I'm not yes. asking for prices. Mm. I'm saying, let's break down the service. Right. Yes. It's, let's keep price out of it because mm. everyone charges prices based on whatever mm. it is mm. that they charge. Mm. There's no right or wrong price. Mm. The main thing here is service. Mm. I'm saying, if I'm a bride, I'm interested in full planning. What what should that entail? What can I expect when somebody says I'm a full full service wedding planner? Not on the day. None of our right, standalone yes, services. Yes, yes. The full on package. I think um, what I want to start with is to say that it is so difficult as a wedding planner to try and sell yourself. Because like when you walk into a car dealership and you're going to purchase a car, and you know there is a price attached to it, and you know what you're getting back in terms of value. So, yes, my car, you know, does it have air conditioning and leather upholstery, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. We as wedding planners are selling expertise and time. Mm. And I think the most important thing when hiring a wedding planner and understanding that we're probably going to be working on a full wedding planning package for 12 to 18 months, mm. you need to understand the hundreds of hours. Mm. Have you ever that worked out how many emails go back and forward? That's mm -hmm. scary. Or how many Have you ever worked yeah. out? And the phone, phone calls. calls. What would you say? Like the, the communication, calls. like the communication. It's generally between 1,500 and 2,000 emails per wedding. Mm. That's what they say the average is. And I've also heard that the average wedding planner over the span of a year could mm. spend over 300 hours planning, sourcing, you know. So you take our that's time true. and you add a value to our time. And that's mm. really what it comes down to. And I once I once had a, a lady who was a lawyer and she says, you know, I look at how much time you spend on my wedding. And I actually could not. I mean, yes, okay, she's yes. a lawyer. But mm. um, you look at the hours that we, 300 hours mm. on that wedding. Can you imagine we yeah. charged hourly rate? Yeah. I mean, there are people mm. who do charge hourly rate, mm. but I always ask my clients to put themselves in our shoes and what would you charge for your hourly rate? Okay. So again, ladies, not a price conversation. <laughs> Thanks for that though. Thanks. I'll take it. Thanks very much. The question was, I'm trying to say, here's somebody who's just gotten engaged. 
she realizes that her life doesn't allow her the time or the luxury to plan her own wedding. If she's saying, okay, now I'm going to look like a, now I'm going to look for a wedding planner. What is a fair expectation of the service? What, is, let's break down what it is that we actually do. Okay. Is that maybe clear? Right. So, um, from the onset, I am going to help her to find a venue. Right. I am going to help her to find a photographer. Right. A videographer. Right. Your DJ. I am going to sit with the venue, mm -hmm. going through menus, selecting what, and um, I suppose on the onset we need to look at the number of meetings that we would have had before we can arrive at let's start planning. Hundred percent. Right, so 100%. That we both understand conceptualizing yes. the meetings from the beginning. Yes. It's such an important, That's such yeah. an important stage. It's such an important where thing. We're agreeing on budgets. We're not talking figures, but we're agreeing on the budget for the wedding. Yes. Hundred percent. Yes. What are we spending? Also, what are we doing? What's the general idea that we're trying to execute? Here? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um. So all the the vendors that you are going to need, I, I think I've mentioned the, the major few, ones. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah stationery, um, hair and makeup. Cake. Uh, yes, cake. Mm -hmm. All right. So I am there to assist you with that whole process. Okay. What I do say is um, I'm not there for your bridal showers. Okay. Please, again, I'd like to just repeat what Saho has just said. We are not there for the bridal showers. Um, I don't know. For me, it's just I'm a wedding planner. Do you understand what mm. I'm saying? It's mm. not uh, not mm. the supplemental events that mm. come with a yes. wedding. I think that's for you and your your people. Mm. Um, but but yes, I agree exactly and with what you're for, saying. I don't know if you experienced it, but like we've had a number of clients will say, how many um, weddings do you do in a month or like we'll only ever do one wedding a day. A day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But unfortunately if you're prepared to pay my monthly salary yeah. for the next 12 months, then sure. I'm, I'm all yours. <laughs> That's the reality. But, this is but true. we can't. We physically, yeah. we so have to do. If you were dealing with the lawyer, if it was the lawyer that had asked mm. you that question, how many cases does she work oh, on at imagine? a given time? At a doctor and yes, an accountant. Yes. Exactly. Yes. This yes. is so, I'm, I'm so glad that you brought that up. I'm always saying to people that why why do you want to debate or uh, d debate or query the service of a wedding planner mm. where you're happy to go to a doctor who's also selling you his time and his expertise mm. same with a lawyer mm. selling you his time and his expertise mm. you get billed mm. by the hour for advice on a problem that you've got that's exactly that's exactly yeah. <laughs> a lawyer you call a lawyer and they send you an invoice you know what I mean so why do you think it would be any different yeah. but Toby, as well I think one of the issues that we may have is that we never get down to a credentials meeting yes. and I put that out in the beginning yes. because I don't need anybody sizing me up, up. Yeah. Exactly. to say are you doing this because you couldn't find anything else sure 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 qualified yes legal person yes. I chose to go after mm. what I'm passionate about exactly. you know, so don't come in mm. yes. and um, you know belittle my, my profession my trade. Yes, yes yes and that's why i started the sa school of weddings because everybody had this misconception that wedding planners are for people who don't have anything to do and i mean we do we've i mean and tombi is one of my lecturers you were one of my past right, students right. and so was saman and um the amount of people that will come and do a wedding planning course there we've got advocates we've got doctors we've got geologists yeah, and all sorts yeah, come through yeah. the doors and they actually say they have never in their life experienced the workload that goes into a 100%. wedding. And they would like, like, some of them will say, you know what? I loved every minute of doing this course. Yeah. 
but you can have your wedding thanks, planning. Thanks, but no practice. thanks. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I was reading an article the other day. You know, um, an event it's built in you. Yeah. Mm, um, think, mm. but I was reading an article. They were they were talking about the five most stressful jobs in the world. There's yeah. a reason. Event <laughs> slash wedding planner is mm. one of the five most stressful jobs in. The world. We're right up there with cardiac surgeons. <laughs> We're right up um, on the, yeah. air traffic controllers. Exactly, exactly. It's hugely stressful. On on Sunday, we had uh, our students present their their tables, and obviously the men get involved with the carrying and whatever else. And afterwards, I'm like, "Are you excited?" I said to the one of, and actually one of the students was one of my past brides, right. and the husband was there, and he's like, "Sure, I'm exhausted." Eh? I said, yeah. "You know what? This is only the beginning." He says, "Now." I understand what you went through for our wedding. I said, yes. Mm. A lot of people just think it's easy and we all have to be positive and looking fabulous. It's not like on the movies. Yeah. There are times where we're yeah. like, oh my the God. Sweat There's dripping. You're right. There's a preconceived idea that a wedding planner is someone who stands in her beautiful mm. high heel peep toe shoes with her gold clipboard, her glasses, mm. you know, sort of perched on the top high of her heels. nose. Her, you know, and high off she heels. goes. Mm. I tell you what, it's a very unglamorous my um, most, role. My most unglamorous moment was the one day we had a we had a wedding where they arrived on a on a horse and they left on the horse and carriage and but just as they were getting onto this horse and carriage they were just after the ceremony everyone had thrown the petals everyone was there and this horse decided to pop his tail and drop a load (laughs) (laughs) and I'll never forget Gareth Gareth Cliff was at this wedding and he was standing right there and I was shoveling shit (laughs) that's my, one of my girls who works for me, she says, OMG, I cannot believe we actually do this. And then you have to do it with a smile and you've exactly. got this nice little black dress on and you're like, mm-hmm, I just picked that load up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there is, it, it's not, it's not a glamorous job at all. And the hours are crazy. I mean, on the day of the actual wedding, I always say, like, I literally, Go into a coma after a wedding. Like yes. once everything's packed up and said and done, like please can you just give me two days? My body needs to recover. Mm-hmm. Like coma yeah, states. Exactly. For the vitamin B injection. Right. <laughs> That's actually our livelihood. Like those people are making money from wedding planners. I'm positive. I'm positive. But when you were talking about hours, yeah, I also think that. It's not expected of me to be available to you 24 hours a day. Let's be fair, guys. Mm. Let's be fair. Um, just fun fact for everyone in the world. Wedding planners also have lives and, and also families. like mm. to go out and also like to cook for their people and things like that. And drink. Yes, 100%. <laughs> so, um, Most yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> just because now you've hired somebody to help you plan for your wedding, um, we're not at your beck and call, um, all hours of mm. every single day of, of the year. Touching on that, I think, you know, Colleen and Tommy, you've both brought something to light. And that is that we run professional businesses. Mm. So we are available mostly Monday to Thursday is mm. our consulting time. Mm-hmm. And we're available like any normal company would be from some from half past eight mm. until four or half mm-hmm. past eight until five. Let's call that our standard mm. working hours. And then obviously on top of that, you need to realize that we then run weddings on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Mm. So technically, we sometimes mm. work for seven days mm. a week yeah. um, and at 10 to 12 hours at a time. Mm. So it is rather taxing on us. And so I think there's a bit of an expectation that we do. We form fantastic relationships mm. with our couples. We become friends with them. And there are those WhatsApp messages that are thrown around. But I think we have to be very careful that we don't create mm. the idea that we're available at 10 mm. o'clock on a Saturday night yeah. to look at your Pinterest board because mm. you've added new pictures mm. um, or to just, I mean, I literally had a bride. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I had a bride this afternoon ask me if I'm available for a quick coffee tomorrow so that I can just check her new pictures that she found on Pinterest because she thinks she's changed her ideas. Mm. 
um, for flowers and decor. And so understand that our time is a commodity. That's mm. ultimately mm. what yeah. we're selling. And mm. so we will have to build for that. And for me, I don't know about you guys. I can, my brain never tends to switch off at nighttime. It's, yes. I struggle very, yeah. yes. I, because yeah. we're so passionate about what we do. Yeah. And it's like, what are you going to do next? Yeah. And then those, WhatsApp messages come through at 10, 11 o'clock at night and you're trying to wind down and now it's like, ding, I'm yeah. now the brain's like loading back up. Mm. So I do feel for brides out there, rather keep it to an email. Yeah. I actually don't do emails on my phone anymore because I know it's going to come through. Mm. I'd rather open the email the next morning and be focused. Mm. Otherwise, yeah, you, we, we have nightmares sometimes <laughs> about you. <laughs> you I love your realness, Carly. <laughs> But we love you all at the same time. But yes. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to find out, um, maybe in closing, um, what is everyone's, and we'll go around the table here, um, what is everyone's, um, how do I word this without offending? Uh, the, uh, mm, what is everyone's feel or view um, or comment or whatever the case is on the term bridezilla? Do they exist? That's a tough one. I think, you know, people say to me, wow, you must have such a stressful job. Mm. And then the line comes because you deal with bridezillas. Mm. Now, I can tell you that, yes, I am a product of mm. Carly's um, school. And I do want to tell you that in my class, we had 32 students. And as far as I'm aware, out of 32 students, only two of us are actually mm. in the so industry. Because, the, because we it is so to reality. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but in saying that... Um, Sorry, and Tommy, what is the question? So, a lot of people say you must deal with bridezillas. And I can honestly tell you that in the five years that I've run my business, mm. I can honestly maybe only point out two or three brides mm. in the last five years that have yeah. been tough. Mm. Can I tell you what the tougher part is? The expectations of the family. Mm. I find it's harder yeah. to sometimes deal. Sometimes there's a bridesmaid or a maid of honor who can be mm. slightly challenging, but I do sometimes feel when slightly it comes challenging. to. Yeah, I like sorry. It. Yeah, no, that's diplomatic. Cool. Yeah, 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 I like it. But I do find that sometimes mothers and fathers I have had in some cases can sometimes become a little too involved and too emotional about the process. And so we do have to understand their, they're living vicariously yeah. through their daughters. Yeah. Um, I understand there are parents who also pay for weddings these days. That's wonderful. And they obviously want to make sure that it's everything they dreamed of. But that is why for me it's so important, and I don't know if you agree with me, in that initial meeting I like to just meet the bride and groom mm. and understand what they need. Fundamental. So, yes, I can't say. Uh, maybe I've been very lucky. Um, some would call it hashtag blessed. <laughs> that, I, that I haven't had many bridezillas. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean – Everybody has a different experience. Um, in my experience, mm. I haven't had a girl that I would call a bridezilla. Right. However, I think that emotions, and especially because of mm. family expectations yes. on the bride, can get a little bit overwhelming for her. Right. And um, like in any relationship, yeah. and we do build relationships with those girls that right. we've been working with for a year, nine months. Right, right. Um, because you're so close, you happen to take things out on the people that mm. you're closest to. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes the girls can get a little bit catty yeah. or um, frustrated, frustrated maybe. and they take that frustration yeah. out on you. But mm. then this is where dealing with the professional helps yeah. is that I'm not there to take be it personal. personally yeah. and um, I'm not there to also then be bitchy back. Or yeah, bitchy yeah, back. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Uncensored, um, unread. <laughs> <laughs> and, and because of that initial meeting, where actually I have a clause, and I'm 
going off topic. No, it's cool. I don't deal with bridesmaids. Yeah. You see, now there is the problem mm. for mm. me. That's mm. my experience. Right. So um, I will remind the brides to say, remember, we spoke about this in right. the beginning. Or mm. even the grooms. I, I mm. don't know if yeah. you guys have had issues with grooms lately. Well, I um, had two. I've done a, I've done a gay wedding. Um, and my poor girls, Shan and Ash, they were really, they were really, I've had, I had them in tears. I'm like, we don't want to do this wedding anymore. But I think it also comes down to a trust thing because, I mean, look at our friends and our family. We learn to trust them over years. Years and years. Mm. You having to gain the trust of somebody in the space of a couple of months. Mm. And I'll never forget in the, in the speech they actually mentioned, they, the, um, the one guy said he didn't realize why he was paying us what he was paying us yeah. until a little, about a month before the wedding where everything just started coming. And he realized, he said he would have paid us. And I mean, he's an engineer yeah. and, um, the, the guy was a, the other guy was a surgeon mm. and he says he would have paid us five times more than what he actually paid us because he realized the value of what he was, what we were doing for him. Yeah. And it comes down to that. It, we're having to get somebody's trust so quickly. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's mm. instantaneous. You mm. actually sign, you know, after that first meeting, it's signing of contracts and paying of deposits and mm. we're mm. going forward now. Mm. So it's almost instantaneous. Mm. Um, but what I'm gathering here, and this is another thing that I also just wanted to crack is that there's no such thing as a bridezilla. Mm. It's actually completely normal. Um, mm. You know, I feel for you to obsess about a wedding mm. that you're paying hundreds of thousands of mm. rands, if not millions for. Um, so it's completely fair for you to, to obsess about it and to stress about it. Also, it's your wedding. You're going to mm. be emotional. Mm. Everyone's mm. bound to be emotional. Mm. Um, I, I like what Teho said where they have moments, those frustration, almost break points. Mm. Um, so you could call maybe those as bridezilla moments, but there's no real such thing mm. as a bridezilla. I've, I've said it before, but I always try and encourage, a, especially a bride, because I don't know if you you've experienced it with friends they go from being friends to brides right. and now we deal with brides from the time that they're brides mm. but we don't see the transition from a normal person into a bride and sometimes that sounds terrible actually mm. um but it can the, the whole life the year before their wedding is consumed by this wedding and yeah. then afterwards and that's what y if you are getting married yeah, 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 yeah. you might experience it if you do not if you focus so much on this wedding you, you don't might have a have life bridal remorse afterwards and then at the end of the wedding or when you've got married you're like what do we do next <laughs> <laughs> I like that, I like that bridal, bridal remorse. remorse yes because yeah. I also think because your life has been consumed for yes, years yes. and when you walk down the aisle this groom's like thank god it's over yeah. <laughs> like it's the reality he actually just wants I've his girl them. back yeah. I've seen them yeah. you know um, he wants a normal person back have yeah. you had a father father-in-law the you know, the father's remorse. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Mm -mm. I am paying way too much money for this wedding. Yes. <laughs> Who is this goal? <laughs> Who is this goal? And then afterwards, and literally, thank it's not you, even you, after you, the wedding. You. It's yeah. like as they walk out of the chapel, you get a warm hug. hug. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, yeah. They they <laughs> yeah, they actually don't realize. Um, I think um, in, in South Africa, um, I think we've come to... We are no longer in that state where we're, we're completely educating. I think five, ten years ago, um, wedding planners, you almost had to constantly educate a client on mm. why you need, why you need a planner, um, et cetera. But I think now people have come to, um, um, accept the, the service of a wedding planner and, 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 and the value and of a wedding planner. And we're one of the planner. very few countries that d brides do not opt for wedding planners. 
in the UK, America, everywhere. But it, we'll it's get one it. of the Standard first supplier. supplier that you book is a wedding planner. Yeah. And I can't understand why our clients are nervous of this whole. It might be that movie. Yeah. We're not there to take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think we'll get there. I think yeah. the industry is growing. Mm. Um, I hope everybody's really taken from the conversation. It's been an awesome Yeah. Fun. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, Thank yeah. you so much. It was, it was so yeah. awesome yeah. having Tsejo um, from Meleto Celebrations and Simone from the wedding event. Uh, Carly from the Wedding Specialist and myself, Ndumbi from the Extravaganza Group. And thank you so much to um, the Wedding Expo and South African Wedding Inspirations Magazine for making these these conversations possible. possible. Um, because we've never been able to talk about this before and it is the first wedding show like it um, podcasted. So we hope to see, uh, and well, not see you, we can't see you, um, <laughs> but we look forward to hearing from you if you want to hashtag um, Wedding Central SA and um, Cliff Central come please do so and we look forward to hearing from you thank you cliffcentral.com